Hi, this is Gracie Butts and Kaylin Strain. Welcome to our podcast. What's up, guys? I'm going to tell you about Henry Brown. Henry Brown was the caretaker of the Gibbs House, which is at the cul-de-sac of Grove Street, once a part of the Rose Farm. He has rich brown skin and a curved nose. He's kind in his manners and speaks more correctly than the average African-American. My dad's name was Abram Brown and my mom's name was Lucy Brown. They were slaves of Dr. Arthur Gordon Rose. My grandpa and grandma were older when they came down from Africa and were married in Africa. I was born about two years before the war, so I don't remember anything about slavery days and very little about war times except that we were taken to Deer Pond about half a mile from Columbia. Dr. Rose rented the place from Dr. Ray and took his family there for safety. My mom died while she was at Deer Pond and was buried there, but all the rest of my family was buried here at Rose Farm. My two brothers were a lot older than me and fought in the war. After the war, my brother Tom was a sergeant on the police force and was nicknamed Black Sergeant. My brother Middleton drove the police car, which used to be called Black Maria. I think it's cool that his brother was the sergeant on the police force. My dad, Abram Brown, was the driver or leader at the Rose Plantation. Dr. Rose thought a lot of him. During the war, he put some of his nice furniture and other things he brought from England in my dad's house and told him if the Union soldiers came to say that the things belonged to him. Soon after the soldiers came, they asked my dad who the things belonged to, and he said they belonged to him. The soldiers asked him who gave them to him, and he said that his master gave them to him. The Union soldiers told him that they thought he was lying, and if he didn't tell the truth, then they would kill him. But he wouldn't say anything else, so they left him alone and went away. I think it's very nice that Dr. Rose gave them furniture. Work used to start on the plantation at 4 in the morning when the people went in the garden. At 8 or 9, they went into the big fields. Everyone was given a job. When you finished your job, you could stop. If you didn't do your work right, you got whipped. I think 4 in the morning is way too early to start working on the plantation. The babies were taken to the slave house, and the old women and young colored girls who were big enough to lift them took care of them. At one, the babies were taken to the field to be nursed. Then they were brought back to the slave house until their moms finished their work. Then they would come and get them. I think it's unfair for the women to be taken away from their babies so soon and not be able to take care of them. Dr. Rose gave me to his son, Dr. Arthur Barnwell Rose, as a Christmas present. After the war, Dr. Rose went back to England. He said he couldn't stay in a country with so many free slaves. Then his son, Dr. Arthur Barnwell Rose, had the plantation. Those were good white people. The colored people were given their rations once a week on Monday. They got corn, a quart of molasses, three pounds of bacon, and sometimes meat and peas. They had all the vegetables they wanted. They grew them in the gardens. When the boats first came in from Africa with the slaves, a big pot of peas was cooked and the people ate it with their hands right from the pot. The slaves on the plantation went to the went to meetings two nights a week and went to church on Sundays, 
where they had a white preacher, Dr. Rose, hired to preach to them. I think it's cool that they had all the vegetables they wanted because they grew them in the gardens. After the war, when we came back to Charleston, I went to work as a chimney sweep. I was seven years old then. They paid me 10 cents a story. If a house had two stories, I got 20 cents. If it had three stories, I got 30 cents. When I got too big to go up the chimneys, I went back to Rose Plantation. My father was still overseer and driver. I drove a cart and plowed. Afterwards, I worked in the phosphate mines, then came back to take care of the garden and be caretaker. I planted all these Cherokee roses you see around here, and I had a big lawn of Charleston grass. I'm not able to take care of it like I used to. I think it's cool that he planted all the Cherokee roses in the garden. Henry is intensely religious. He says, The people don't notice God now because they're free. Some people say there isn't a hell, but I think there must be some kind of place like that because you have to go somewhere when you leave this earth. And you have to go to the master that you served when you were here. If you serve God and obey his commandments, then you go to him. But if you don't pay any attention to what he tells you in the Bible and you just do as you choose and serve the devil, then you go to him and it doesn't matter what the millionaire man says. I think Henry's viewpoints on his religion are so strong in the sense of you can't change his mind about them. Henry seems so proud of his garden, with its broad view across the Ashley River, showing his black walnut, pear, and permissant trees, grapevines, and roses, that the writer said, Henry, you know, a poet has said that we are closer to God in the garden than anywhere else on earth. Well, ma'am, you see, he replied with a winning smile, that's where God put us in the first place. Hi, so for our two minutes, we're going to be talking about ASMR and why people find it satisfying. ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. ASMR is a feeling that only a certain percentage of the population can simulate by listening to triggering music or videos. The feeling is very hard to describe, but it is something that makes your whole body vibrate at a low frequency. A lot of people that listen to ASMR really use it to relieve their anxiety or depression or really just relax or try to fall asleep because it's just a calming method. This technique involves gentle whispering and tapping. Some people even enjoy the sound of people eating. Here's a couple of ASMR sounds that people actually find satisfying. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time.